takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and that does now include YouTube. So check us out, subscribe there. You could watch this podcast instead of just listening to it. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, the NHL announcing on Wednesday its schedule. And all of the postponed games have now been uh, rescheduled, and we're going to take you behind that, explain what it is that the schedule revisions mean for this Islanders team as they have 50 games remaining to play in this 2021-2022 season. We'll talk about how it affects them, what it'll mean down the stretch, and for their playoff chances. We also have our weekly farm report. We usually do it Wednesday, but we pushed it back to today. So we'll talk all things Bridgeport as the Bridgeport Islanders continue to play better hockey as of late. And we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment on something we said, or a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us. The email address, as always, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So the schedule has been revised and it has been announced. Uh, Not always going to be easy. The NHL taking advantage of what was that you know, three-week Olympic break, which has now been canceled because NHL players won't be going to the Olympics. Here is the revision, the revised schedule for the Islanders. And we'll fill this in in chronological order. So if you have a calendar, you want to fill this in. February 9th, the Islanders will be in Vancouver. That game originally supposed to be January 5th. Two nights later, February 11th, Islanders in Edmonton. That was originally supposed to be January 8th. And then the following night, uh, February 12th, they will be in Calgary. February 15th, Islanders in Buffalo. February 17th, they will host the Boston Bruins. February 20th, Montreal coming to the UBS Arena. February 22nd, now the Islanders will make their first ever visit to Seattle to take on the Kraken. 
Then in March, March 10th, the Islanders will host the Columbus Blue Jackets. March 22nd, they will host the Ottawa Senators. March 24th, they will host the Red Wings. And then in April, uh, three games to be made up. April 12th, Islanders will face the Pittsburgh Penguins at the UBS Arena. April 28th, they will face the Capitals in uh, in Belmont. And then the last game of the season, April 29th, the Islanders will host the Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh, not an easy finish. And, you know, here's the overall situation. There's 100 days left on the schedule, and the Islanders have to play 50 games in that time. So it really is sort of like playoff mode where you're on average going to be playing a game every other day. And look, the playoffs, if you if you make that run all the way to the Stanley Cup final, uh, the maximum number of games you could play in a regular year is 28. Seven games, four series each. And that's the maximum. It's one thing to be able to do that for 28 games. Now this Islanders team has to do it for 50. And that is not an easy thing, especially when you consider that the Islanders are the oldest team in the NHL roster, you know, top to bottom average age. So that is a tough one. Now the Islanders did have an eight game road trip scheduled for April. That is no longer an eight-game road trip. It's a five-game road trip now. And look, two of those five games in April that we're talking about are road games against the Devils and the Rangers. So this is manageable. But what it's going to be now is five road games, Rangers, Devils, then the Stars, Hurricanes, and Blues. Uh, Then you home to play the Penguins, and then back on the road for Pittsburgh, Montreal, and Toronto. The fact that the first two games of that road trip are local games that, you know, they could take a bus to uh, as far as, you know, Rangers and Devils, that does make the trip a little bit easier for everybody. But, you know, it's going to be condensed and it's going to be tough. Now, back-to-backs, you know how many the Islanders have left in 100 days, 50 games? 11 back-to-backs, 11 back-to-backs, so it is not easy, and, you know, many of those do feature road games in the midst of it, so how is that going to affect this Islanders team? You have to figure that at some point, some of these veteran players uh, whether it's Andy Green or Zdeno Chara or Zach Parise, you know, the, the older guys on this roster are going to need some time off. And, you know, we talked about this. We answered the listener email yesterday. And we talked about, well, what's the future when uh, Ryan Pulak comes back for a, a younger player like Robin Sallow? And, you know, who sits when Kyle Palmieri comes back? Guy like Robin Sallow, when when you're playing that many back-to-backs with older players and you want to keep them sharp, they should be able to find games where a guy like Robin Sallow or Sebastian Ajo 
or Kiefer Bellows, if it is indeed Bellows who sits when Palmieri comes back. They should be worked into a rotation so some of these veteran players don't have to play uh, all of these back-to-back games, especially during long road trips. But we'll see. That is going to be a decision that Barry Trotz and management are going to have to make. But that's the schedule. And one other point I want to make about this schedule, the way the NHL has it set up, season's still going to end April 29th. They're still on schedule to end on time. But right now, there is zero margin for error for the New York Islanders. They absolutely cannot have many more games postponed without the season extending beyond the April 29th scheduled end date. So, we've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll have our weekly farm report as we'll talk all things Bridgeport Islanders. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. All that still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by your friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and they've got a new updated desktop and mobile website, so sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. That's LOCKEDON, one word, and yes, uh, betonline.ag will give you that 50% welcome bonus just because you listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast and use that promo code Locked On. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Time now for the Farm Report. We'll talk all things Bridgeport Islanders. The Islanders had only two games last week, both on the road. And with those two games, by the way, they are now past the halfway mark of their schedule. And the Islanders split those two games Wednesday of last week. They end up with a 4-3 shootout win in Hershey, so a nice two-point road effort, and that made them 3-0-2-1 in their last six games. So the Islanders uh, having a little, a nice little unbeaten streak. Uh, Seth Helgeson, Paul Thompson, and Eric Brown get the goals in regulation, and the shootout winner goes to Michael Dalcol, who was the uh, only player to tally in the shootout. Jakob Skarik's 27-save effort got him his third straight win. Bridgeport trailed 2 to nothing early on, but managed to come back and earn the W. They're, they had Friday and Saturday off, which is very rare for an AHL team, but the road trip continued in Providence Sunday against the Bruins, and uh, unfortunately a 6-3 to loss for the Islanders in that one. Uh, Andreoff, Blade Jenkins, and Sam Bolduck each scoring, but the second period was the Islanders undoing. They gave up five goals and ended up losing that one 6-3 to end the unbeaten streak. But uh, a busy weekend ahead for the Bridgeport Islanders. They have 
three games. Two of them will be at home. Uh, Friday night, January 21st, they head back up to Providence to take on the Providence Bruins. Uh, that's a 7.05 Eastern start right now. Uh, in Providence, they are 0-1-0-1 so far this year. Overall against Providence, two wins, two losses, and two shootout losses. The following day, Saturday, is a home game against Providence. That's a 7 o'clock Eastern time start at Webster Bank Arena. And it is uh, a nice little giveaway for Hockey Night in Connecticut. Then on Sunday, January 23rd, the Springfield Thunderbirds come to town and uh, they will be having a wizard-themed game there. So... Kind of uh, exciting there and uh, should be a good weekend of hockey. And Bridgeport now in seventh place in the uh, division, hoping to get back and get higher in the standings by playing some consistent hockey. Chris Terry remains the leading scorer. He leads the team with 11 goals and 26 points. Otto Koivula has 18 assists to to pace the team in that category and he has 25 points, which places him second on the team. Arno Durando, 20 points. That places him third. Andy Andreoff, he has 17 points, followed by Simon Holmstrom with 16. Austin Zarnick with 15, and he has those in only 20 games. Kyle McLean uh, has 12 points. And then Mitchell Van Sample, uh, 12 points, all of them assists in 27 games. As far as the uh, plus-minus is concerned, Cole Bardro, uh, a plus-five. Jeff Kubiak, center, is a plus-seven. So those two players kind of pacing the team in plus-minus right now. The goaltending continues to get better right now. Jakob Skarik, a 2.87 goals against average. He has a 10-8 and Three record on the season and a 9.07 save percentage. Corey Schneider, his goals against average 3.10. He is 3.72 on the year and has a 9.04 save percentage. So the goalies, you know, Skarik continues to have slightly better statistics than Schneider, but the important thing is they are getting more consistent. And, And overall, really, it's the Islanders as a team that are getting more consistent, and that is an encouraging thing as Bridgeport begins to rally and and, and just overall improve things. You look at the standings as of right now, and the Bridgeport Islanders still fighting for a position in the Atlantic Division. They are seventh. Again, they go by point percentage here in the AHL. They have a 446-point percentage, uh, right now, 37 games in, they are 13, 17, 3, and 4. That gives them 33 points and a 446 save percentage. So, again, hopefully Bridgeport can continue to improve as they get more consistent. And I like what I've seen from this team. And, you know, when the Islanders suffered all those injuries, so many players from Bridgeport got called up. That certainly affected the AHL version of the Islanders. But busy three-game weekend. Providence is in first place, so that's not an easy situation. They got two games against the the Providence Bruins, and if they can 
get, let's say, three out of four possible points, that would make for a very good weekend there in the home-and-home against Providence. All right, we've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll have our Islanders birthday of the day and then a little little something about Zdeno Chara that I wanted to mention from the game on uh, Tuesday against the Philadelphia Flyers. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. We are a day early with this one, but I wanted to wish a very happy 51st birthday to Islander, former Islanders center, captain, and coach Doug Waite. Waite, a native of Detroit, Michigan, originally drafted by the Rangers in the second round back in 1990, played his college hockey at Lake Superior State, joined the Rangers for one game in the 1990-91 playoffs and really became a full-time player in 91-92, was traded at the trade deadline to Edmonton in 92-93, was a big part of the Oilers organization, then went on to play for the Blues, the Hurricanes, where he won a Stanley Cup in 2005-2006, and then back to the Blues, to the Ducks, and then his final three seasons in the league, with the New York Islanders. He was the captain. His big problem when he joined the Islanders in 2008-2009 was staying healthy. He had 10 goals and 38 points in 53 games that first season with the Isles, then only played 36 games the following year, one goal, 17 points, and 18 games in 2010-2011, two goals, nine points. But what a career Doug Wade had 1,238 games played, 278 goals, 1,033 points, 970 penalty minutes in the playoffs, 97 games, 23 goals, 72 points, and I mentioned again that he did win the Stanley Cup, ended up coaching the Islanders in 2017-2018, went 35-37-10, and 10, did not make the playoffs, but I'll tell you, always, anytime that I had the uh, good fortune to speak to Doug Waite, whether it was part of a multi-reporter uh, scrum or a one-on-one interview, he was thoughtful. He didn't give you those cliched answers that so many athletes tend to give. And it was always a pleasure talking to Doug Waite. He was a stand-up guy and uh, certainly wish him well, even though his coaching tenure with the Islanders did not necessarily work out the way he had hoped. We're going to look at one of Doug Waite's better games as an Islander. October 16th, 2008 at the St. Pete Times Forum in Tampa. Islanders playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. Joey McDonald, the netminder for the Islanders. Olaf Kolzig in between the pipes for the Lightning. And it was the Islanders scoring first. Mike Comrie getting them on the board just 2 minutes and 47 seconds into the game. His second from Kyle Oposo and Bruno Gervais, 1-0 Islanders. That was the score after one. In the second period, Doug Waite, our Islanders' birthday of the day, gets a power play goal with Andre Mazaros in the box. Waite, his second from Bill Guerin and Franz Nielsen at 13:54. Islanders up 2-0. That was the only scoring in the second period. But in the third, the lightning strike quickly Vincent LeCavalier, his second from Vinny Prospel, and Mazaros at 343 makes it 2-1. to one. And then Prospel, his first, 
from Martin Martin St. Louis and Mazaros, and then it's all of a sudden a 2-2 game, 12 minutes and 2 seconds into the final period. Islanders do answer, though. Trent Hunter, his third from Jeff Tambellini and Mike Comrie at 13:51 makes it 3-2 Islanders, but the Lightning didn't give up either. Ryan Malone is first from UC Okanen and Yanni Nina, uh, Niskala rather at 14:57. We go to overtime, all deadlocked at three, but in the overtime, Trent Hunter his fourth from Franz Nielsen just 51 seconds in. The Islanders with a 4-3 overtime win. Joey McDonald 33 saves to earn the victory, both teams with 36 shots on goal in this game. For Doug Wader, Islanders' birthday of the day, the goal, uh, it was a power play goal, and he had four shots on goal, which tied him with three other players for the lead in this game. Wait played 21 minutes and 20 seconds in this contest. Doug Wait, stand-up guy, Good offensive player in his prime, a leader, a captain of the Islanders, later a coach of the Islanders. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Friday will be his 51st birthday. Happy birthday to Doug Waite. Wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Zidane Chara, you know, getting into a fight uh, during the uh, game, one of the two games against the Flyers, and... You know, look, when you're 6'9", you're going to win a lot of fights. You've got a reach advantage. You've got a strength advantage. And he ends up winning the fight. I believe it was against McEwen. And after he pretty much pummels him, stops and asks him, are you okay? And I just love that because, you know, the thing about hockey fights, and this was even true years ago when there were a lot more of them, there is a code. And... Very rarely will you see someone try to hurt an opponent. And, you know, Chara could have kept punching. He didn't. And, you know, there's a mutual respect when guys drop the gloves and go at it. And for McEwen, my gosh, you know, going up against a big guy like Zidane Chara takes a lot of courage. And I give him credit and, and credit to Zidane Chara for not taking advantage of him, uh, not hurting him. And just, again, asking, are you okay after the fight was done? It's one of those strange things that happen in hockey fights. But, uh, you know, just wanted to bring it up and and mention it while we had the a, a minute to do that. We will be back tomorrow. Lots to talk about, including uh, a preview of this weekend's two games, starting with the Friday game at home against the Arizona Coyotes as the Islanders have a chance to make up some more ground. And then Saturday, the Maple Leafs come to town with some guy named John Tavares. So we'll preview both of those games tomorrow and we'll have all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings. And of course, our Islanders birthday of the day. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.